You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and the interview subject that you're about to tune into. It is Anna Murphy from the outfit Seller Darling. The reason for the conversation is to promote their outstanding 2017 album release, This Is The Sound. So let's have a listen to what Anna has to say. Here we go. So Anna Murphy, welcome to the Scars and Guitars podcast. Uh, you are a prolific artist and I couldn't count the amount of releases that you have to your name. So congratulations on forging a career under the metal banner. Thank you very much. That's nice to hear. No worries. So where does your drive and ambition come from? I have no clue. It just comes from within. Um, and it's it's kind of the, the only thing that I have. Uh, and that's it's what what makes me get up in the morning uh, to be honest and but where it actually comes from I don't know I think the the human mind is something very fascinating it's a very powerful tool Mm, and uh, yeah and I'm I'm surprised by it as well and and I love it so seller darling is the name of your new venture but I also understand that the name of the band was the name of a solo record that I think you released in 2013. Mm-hmm. So could the music on the upcoming album, This Is The Sound, be considered an extension of your solo work or is the album very much a band about the band as a collective? Uh, no, it's really about the band. Like Cellar Darling is really a symbiosis of us three. It's a combination of all of us and... I want to keep my solo project very separate from the band and I want to create really different music. So, and I think that the the confusion that was kind of created by, by using the same name as my album was named, it's going to clear as soon as I start writing yeah. stuff for my solo stuff again. For sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah, and look, I really genuinely like what i've heard on youtube to date and i'm very fond of bands that put Mm -hmm. a lot of effort into their videos which of course you guys have done so how Mm -hmm. how important are the videos and the visual component of the band um with us i i would say very important because that's essentially what we want to do with our music we want to carry the listener away into a different world i want people to dream along to our music and see pictures and we work a lot with with symbolism and painting pictures with music so for us it was very important that that we get the message and the atmosphere right with the videos as well yeah, fantastic. And one in particular uh, that I really enjoy, all of them are great, by the way, but Challenge almost draws on the Viking theme that's so popular at the moment through Netflix shows like Vikings and my personal mm-hmm. favourite, um, The Last Kingdom. Would you agree or did the inspiration for that particular video come from somewhere else? Uh, I think that's, that's very interesting. I actually never thought about that. Like when I wrote challenge um i i saw more kind of abstract pictures Uh of of a person basically fighting something that isn't there which is uh, um, metaphorical for kind of fighting your inner demons and essentially fighting yourself in a way without uh realizing that and um so we also wanted to make the video a bit abstract. I mean, we did the video ourselves. Uh, Merlin filmed it and Is I right? did, yeah. yeah, and I did kind of, well, I, I don't know if you can call it directing, but at <laughs> least I kind of tried. 
Um, well done. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, thank you. And the, I mean, the the sword is just kind of it's symbolic for for the fight. It's uh, it's not really there to serve a purpose as to what what date or what what setting it could be in. But I think that's that's the cool thing about our music is that everybody can picture something different and that's kind of what i want to achieve as well yeah yeah no that's it's fantastic as i said so congratulations again on that i think thank you my own personal take is that a lot of bands sort of think that they can uh, with all due respect knock up a video i can really see the effort that you guys have mm -hmm. gone to and i think it's wonderful that you've branched out into that directing side of things because you know a career in music can be yeah. can be difficult and if you've got a lot yeah. of irons of the fire or a lot of strings to your bow so to speak it certainly opens up a lot more avenues for you to keep forging ahead as they say yeah definitely so the last time i heard a metal band using a hurdy-gurdy was Metallica on the song Low Man's Lyric, which probably says something about my listening tastes and also my age. <laughs> <laughs> but it is an instrument that lends itself rather well or complements heavy metal riffing. But I have mm -hmm. read that you've been playing the instrument for many years outside of metal. So how did mm -hmm. you become inspired to create metal using the hurdy-gurdy? Um, well, the reason I actually started to play in a metal band was I, I always listened to metal, especially as a teenager. But the weird thing is I actually never listened to folk metal, or at least not to a lot of folk metal. And um, when I was 16, a good friend of mine approached me because the folk metal band Elvati was looking for a new hurdy-gurdy player. And so then without really uh -huh. thinking much about it, I applied for the job and I got it. So, so that's kind of what, what paved the path for me now. Yeah, gotcha. And look, you did mention Elviti there. Did I pronounce that correctly? It might be my antipathy yeah. ignorance, but yeah, there you go. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. was, was the split with that band something that yourself, Ivo and Merlin saw coming? And did the split motivate you all to form Cellar Darling? We didn't see the split coming. It was a surprise to us. Um, and it was kind of unfortunate because we didn't really intend to leave the band so soon. Um, but yeah, Cellar Darling happened as a, as after the split because we, we just wanted to continue playing music and we knew that we wanted to continue playing music together. So we didn't actually have to talk about it that long. It just kind of happened on its own accord. And now I'm actually very happy because I, I've i never felt um, so creative and so, yeah, so content with with how a band is working. So I think the split was for the best in the end. Yeah, for sure. Can you describe your, your, your friendship and your relationship with Ivo and Merlin? Is it a bit like brother and sister or is it uh, a bit more professional, if you like? No, we're we're kind of, we're like a family basically. We've known each other for over ten years, yep. so there have been many ups and downs, and and we just know each other inside out. So we can be honest with each other. We can fight. We can laugh. We can do all the sorts of crap. Yeah, cool. And just <laughs> play music, tr drink beer, and talk about weird stuff. Uh, nice. So yes. that's for for me. That's like the the essence of the band besides the the creative output of course yeah cool and look i'm going to put something out there a few months mm -hmm. back i uh, spoke to caroline from a band called the charm the fury um 
And mm-hmm. I don't know what it, you, you both of you musically, you're not at polar ends of the spectrum, but I can't say that you're similar. But I have mm-hmm. a feeling you guys would do really well if you both went on tour together. Um, I think yeah. having both very, very str- I think it just comes down to the very strong female vocal, but it's, you mm-hmm. both have very, very unique voices. So I'm going to put it out there and if it can happen, and honestly, if you can bring it down to Australia, I'd love that. I'd certainly cool. love to Cool, okay, I'll, I'll keep that. it in mind. <laughs> so mm-hmm. on that note, what's your relationship been like with Australian fans and listeners over the years? I absolutely love Australian crowds. Um, we toured there with Elevati and we just had an amazing time. The crowds are so sympathetic and so energetic. And um, what I actually wasn't expecting to have such a great following as a solo artist as well, because uh, I played two shows there last year um, with okay. my solo stuff, which isn't really metal at all. Yeah. So I honestly didn't know what to expect. And I thought, you know, maybe the audience is going to consist of metalheads that are kind of bored out of their minds because we're, <laughs> we're not playing metal. Yeah. But it actually ended up to be absolutely overwhelming. The, the audience was so nice and such fun people. And I, I had the greatest time and I have the warmest memories of, of Australia. So I really hope that we, that we come back soon. Wonderful. What was your, uh, what was your favorite city or favorite show that you played? When you're down here, ooh, it's it's really hard to pick one actually. Um, I think Brisbane was my favorite. That's a good answer. That's where I'm from. <laughs> oh, okay, that that was a coincidence. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's it. So, I understand um, that you share both Swiss and Irish heritage. I can definitely hear the Irish accent there, by the way. So, um, yeah. Do you, do you follow uh, the Irish rugby team and and how much that's that's a bit of a joke by the way I, I do follow rugby by the way but I'm, I'm you know if you follow the Irish rugby team that's okay. great go the go the Clovers um, but how much of your Irish heritage plays a part in creating the beautiful music that you have over the years? Ooh, I don't really know. Um, it's uh, I actually don't follow the Irish rugby team, so sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but I guess a lot of my creativity probably comes from this weird mix that I am. And I always like a lot of people ask me, OK, what what about you is Irish and what is Swiss? And I always think that's really hard to say, like, I don't like to to categorize nationalities because essentially every human is different and a character is made up of how you grew up and and the experiences you made. But of course, there are these kind of stereotypes that that still kind of make sense and that are true a lot of the time and I guess me being Irish is that I'm constantly switching back and forth between melancholy and dark sarcasm and mm-hmm. yep. uh, that sense mixed of humor there yep. yeah mixed with getting really drunk from time to time <laughs> and the the Swiss side is more like I'm I like being clean and, and very organized. Yes, yes. No, I'm actually not organized at all. All right, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's some aspects where I am, but some where I'm a total scatterbrain. But yeah. um, I have like creative uh, creative people on both family sides, so I really think it's a mix. Yeah, gotcha. My wife is half Filipino, half Croatian. She's born in Australia, but uh, she often struggles oh, wow. to answer the question as well because, um, yeah, you know, her, her father 
doesn't really speak English, so oftentimes I have to. He'll talk to me, and I have to look to her as to what he's been talking about. But it is, a, it is. Yeah. I, I'm probably we've been together a long time, uh, about ten years or so, and um, I can't yeah. really notice where things begin and end. But I think other people around us sort of begin where can can notice where things begin and, and end in regards to her, her cultural influence. I was probably the same for you as well, I suppose. You know, yeah. When, when you're definitely. in the middle of it, it's hard to notice it. I suppose. Yeah. 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 So. I have three questions that I ask all of my interview subjects, so I'd love it if you could humor me here and play along, and mm-hmm. your answers can be as not safe for work as you like, so here goes. <laughs> okay. Choose three words to describe yourself. Ooh. Pale. Um, unstable. And creative. Yep, that's that almost summarises me as well. That's the only reason I sort of <laughs> laugh there because I'm very pale. I, sh- I share Irish heritage, so there you go. You know, mm. that, that Celtic influence has come right through. So I'm <laughs> when I went to Thailand, um, I think I had a lady say, "You don't have a suntan, you have a moon tan." So there you go. <laughs> okay, second question: If you could go back to when you were 18 and give yourself some advice, what would you say? Hmm. Fuck, that's a hard one. I I'm not really a big fan of um you know dwelling in the past and thinking about oh I should have done this differently because essentially the mistakes we make are what what makes us what builds our character. Yeah, for sure. So people who who seek um stability and uh, for me, that's stagnation, which is, which isn't very exciting. But uh, I would probably tell myself that it's all going to be grand. <laughs> yeah, great answer to that question, by the way. Yep. <laughs> and here's the final question. What five guests, living or dead, would you invite to dinner? What, what guest? Yeah, what five guests. Oh, five guests I would invite to dinner. That's the one, yep. Mm-hmm. Those are very interesting questions that are very hard to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, they're, they're a bit of a curveball, aren't they? So I, I have spent some yeah. time thinking about them, actually. Um, yeah, I, I really like those types of questions, actually, but it's really weird. Like, as soon as I get these type of questions, my, my brain just kind of goes blank because <laughs> I, I get in kind of a panic mode. But wait, let me think. Just, just I, I just want to listen to my gut feeling. No worries. I would invite Annika van Heersbergen because she's amazing. Yep. I would invite uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would invite Nassim Taleb, who is a very interesting philosopher, because I really want him to explain to me what the fuck he's on about, because I only understand about 20% of it. Um, Okay, I'm going to have to look him up. Yeah, I haven't haven't heard of him, actually, and I'm I'm right into that sort of stuff, so I will, yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, Okay, so that's two people. Then I would also invite... 
um, Clive Barker. Awesome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I would also invite Louis C.K. Oh, yes. Yep. To have some uh, entertainment. Yep. And I would invite... Um, oh. Tough one. <laughs> who, who am I inspired by? I'm inspired by so many things, but now I'm just drawing a blank. Um, I would invite... Uh, my grandmother because I miss her and she's dead. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very diverse mix of people there. I reckon that's one yeah. of those dinner parties that had turned into one of those early morning cocktail sessions as well. Especially yeah, it with would Louis be pretty CK weird. I, I think he would hold the whole thing kind of together. He would. I reckon, I, I know nothing about <laughs> Nassim Talib, but I wouldn't mind betting that he'd, he'd, he'd really probe Nassim and really go, hang on a sec. Are you saying this? It's contradictory <laughs> to this. This is what you said earlier and this is what you're now saying. How do those two things? Yeah. They sound contradictory. You know, talk to us about yeah. that. You know? <laughs> All the while, so I think uh, no doubt your, your, your lovely grandmother would, would hold court and make sure everybody was getting along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's it from me. Um, but any final words for listeners of the podcast? Well, I... Thank you very much for the interest and the support and the interesting questions. And also thanks to all the Australian fans who are listening to this. You're absolutely amazing. And your support means the world to us. I really hope that we come back soon. Yes. On that note, yeah. Anna Murphy, you are wonderful. We do want to see you down here sooner rather than later, whether it be with your new band here, uh, Seller Darling or Solo. Or both, preferably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll see you down here soon. Yeah, I hope so too. Thanks very much. No worries. All the best. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and that interview subject was Anna Murphy from the outfit Seller Darling. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>